Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone. And I'm here today uh, with someone basically that I miss so much that I just asked them to be on my podcast so we could hang out. Uh, but I'm, I'm joined by a super talented professional wrestler, uh, avid baseball fan, which we will definitely talk about, um, and a Ring of Honor standout, LSG. Hey, man, thanks for joining me. Dude, it's great to talk to you again. It's been a while. It has been a while. I, uh, I wish we could do this in person. Um, yeah. which I'm, I'm sure we will see each other again at some point soon, but, uh, this will have to do for now. Yeah. I think the last time we spoke was like during the middle of the pandemic last year. Yeah. Yeah. It has been that long, probably on like an Instagram live. I think it was. Yeah. When everyone was on Instagram live all day, cause no one had anything else. To do. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing those so often. I was like getting so much joy yeah. out of doing those Instagram lives. It was um, fun. Yeah. It was fun. I made, actually made a lot of friends doing that. So Boom. It's a good way to stay connected. So, um, but thanks for joining me. And I have like kind of a specific way I start this podcast. I'm not sure if you know, or if you've uh, mm -hmm. watched any or listened to any episodes, but you might be able to figure it out once I kind of get talking about it. But I think this question is super important. Uh, I think if, uh, if we answer it more openly and honestly, especially between two dudes, I think it can really create some really important conversation and we were speaking a bit about it off camera, but I'll ask you on camera now. Um, my man, LSG, like, how are you doing for real, for real? For real, for real. Um, you know, it's it's hard to admit it because like on social media, you always try to put, portray that, you know, you're doing great or that you're super positive and all that. But, you know, a lot of people don't realize the struggles we, we deal with as being professional wrestlers or athletes and like the constant just struggles, like sometimes getting out of bed and not feeling great, having injuries, um, mentally feeling completely drained or having lack of confidence, you know, that's all that's that stuff that plays into like, you know, your daily routine and just having to deal with it and just get past it. Um, you know, I have good days and bad days, just like everybody else recently I've been dealing with some, some minor injuries that kind of like hindering my training, but you know, I'm trying to push through and stay as positive as possible and just trying to, you know, keep a really, um, I guess like, positive group of people around me to, to stay focused. Otherwise, like, you know, there are days I want to isolate myself and just, you know, be by myself. I'm a loner, but I know if I, if I do that, probably going to, um, put myself in a bad spot mentally. So just trying to stay productive and just, you know, talk to positive people like you. Yeah. Is that, would you say that's your biggest, like, um, maybe coping mechanism when, when things start to go, bad or down a little bit like it's about having that support system or is there any other things that you kind of do to help navigate those challenging feelings mm. well naturally i I'm, a, I'm an introvert so naturally i like to just shut everyone off like i like to just not look at my phone i like to be by myself i know it kind of bothers people that i do that i kind of disappear a little bit uh i've been working really hard to not be like that mm. um but just naturally that's that's what i like to do and i'm working to try to talk about, you know, issues more and just being more open about it and not just being, not being so closed and bottling up all those frustrations or, you know, issues that I have. So it's, it's something I got to work on. We all yeah. have to work. On it. We all, I mean, everyone, everyone has to work on it, right? We all have some sort of maybe unhealthy way of dealing with something that might be challenging, 
But sometimes alone time is exactly what you need. So that's not always a bad thing, right? Sometimes we need to regroup, refresh, be with ourselves, be with our thoughts. And then when we have that support system come into our lives and we do feel open enough or close enough with people to share our story, then it becomes a really connecting you know, piece of the puzzle, which is really nice. Um, is wrestling an outlet for you? Or do you think that causes you more, uh, I don't want to say stress, since we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to yeah. kind of be the best in the world, since you work for one of the best companies in the world, do you think wrestling is a more of an outlet for you when you're feeling like that, or it adds a little bit more pressure and stress, or maybe it's a bit of both? Oh, I'd say it's 50, 50. Um, I feel like it brings me just as much frustration as it does give me joy, you know, just getting excited to go perform or getting excited to go train later, like all those things, you know, keep me going. But at the same time, it's like they, they like come down, you know, when you're done wrestling or you're not wrestling for a couple of weeks, that's when like you start hitting the low points. You know, we talk about these like peaks and valleys. It's like the peak is like performing and training and do all the wrestling stuff and doing the drives and traveling. And then the low points, like when you're sitting at home and like watching other people, you know, perform and stuff and you get like that FOMO or like you feel like you're not good enough and or you're, you're seeing people other people get opportunities that you feel like you deserve that's like that's like the highs and lows so i you know it's it's a yin, yin and yang um there's 50 50 it's just all about balance and try not to let those those lulls like really get the best of you yeah it's very 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 hard with people social media and how heavily people post on it not to compare mm -hmm. yourselves to right. anyone else right but our journeys like your journey is not the same as my journey. We might both be professional wrestlers, but it's not the same and we can't expect it to be the same. And we have to honor our own, you know, path. And like, if we work hard, we put ourselves in the right situations and kind of let the universe decide. I always, I always feel like it'll put us in the right place. And I think it's yeah. done it for you, right? You're, you're in a really good spot. Like things could always be better for sure. But I feel like you're, you're pretty appreciative of where you're at and how hard you've worked to get there. Yeah, all things considered, man, it's like I've been work. I've really been wrestling since last July, like in the middle of the pandemic, I, I was still pretty busy. And then I was very fortunate to start doing the bubble tapings with Ring of Honor um, starting in October, where, you know, most of the world was still shut down. And I'm still being able to get paid and wrestle on TV for one of the major organizations in the world. So I'm super fortunate for that. I still get to, you know, travel every once in a while. And uh, you know, you can't complain. There's a lot of people who are just are not in the same position as I am. Um, and every time I, I get upset with myself or feel like I should be further along, I, I have to like kind of, you know, take a step back and be like, look, I'm, I'm in a great position. I should be grateful. So um, it's just one of those things about being, I've got to be more present. Yeah. You know, we talk about being more present and just enjoying the moment. And I'm, I, that's another thing I got to work on. But uh, all things considered, definitely, definitely in a good spot. And I'm happy with you know, what I've been able to do the last year. Yeah, super cool. I mean, I'm, I love watching you. Uh, like one of the things I, I noticed about you right away when we met a couple of years ago at the Monster Factory was like you were doing like a bit of training there. Like you were training and doing some training at the same time was that you were like, you know, uh, pretty far along in your career. I think you were starting to work for Ring of Honor then like in your tag team. And like you still showed up to training all the time and now most people aren't like that right when they start getting bookings and they start getting on tv or they start getting big time matches training becomes a secondary thing and so one thing i always noticed about you was that you always wanted to show up to training whether it's just do a drill whether it's to help other people out whether it's to get your cardio in um 
like, where'd that come from? Is that just like a love for pro wrestling and wanting to be around the sport all the time? Or is that something your, your parents instilled in you or like, where does that come from? Well, I mean, being an athlete my whole life is kind of just part, it's just the way of life, you know? Um, you know, like, like you, I played baseball most of my life. So that, you know, that just like the training regimen and just being, just being an active athlete all the time. And that like never shuts off really, you know, even when we were off season, I was still training in the winter time here in Jersey and stuff. And we were always getting ready for the next season or just doing, uh, you know, indoor camps and things like that. It's just like, I took that and I transferred it to my wrestling career. So even when I'm active, I'm still, you know, training right now. Like I'm not training. At, I would, I wouldn't say I'm not training as hard as I was before, but I'm, I'm coaching now. So I'm always involved around it. Um, and just like tweaking things. And, and I'm always in the ring. I'm always around wrestling, even when I'm not performing. Uh, and I, I love that aspect of it because like, I know, you know, a guy like Danny Cage, he always talks about it, is like, look at the, look at the Patriots, you know, when they were winning the Super Bowls where they, you know, did, did they win a Super Bowl and just stop training? Like, mm -hmm. no, they were just, they're back at it. Training camp. They're, they're training throughout the week. You know, you, you really don't have those off seasons. Um, yeah. you're always putting in hard work. Yeah. I mean, it shows in your work and shows in your work, right? You're one of the very few guys that I watch wrestle that I feel like has like a multitude of skills, right? When you talk about wrestlers, you're always like, they're like one thing he's technical, he's high flyer, right? I've seen you wrestle like a pure rules match. I've seen you fucking springboard off the top rope. I've seen you do some big time power moves, right? I've seen you run with the best of them. Like, and that's a testament right to your training regimen. And now that you're coaching kids, uh, I think, where is it at? Creator Pro? Yeah, Creator Pro New Jersey. Yeah, so AK now as a coach, are you trying to instill like a well-rounded wrestler? Or what's your approach there? Well, right now we're, we're actually teaching a beginner program. We're actually right at the end of the first session. It's a 12-week program for beginners. So a lot of these kids, uh, you know, they, they've never done sports before. They're not athletes. Some have maybe gotten some training at other schools and didn't, didn't finish it, and they came to us. Mm. So we're really kind of starting from the ground up. Um, so we're not that far along yet. It's mostly okay. just about building a great foundation because I, you can't really get to any of any of these places without a good foundation. You can't be a great technical wrestler, great high flyer, great power wrestler, any of those things without a good foundation. Right. You know, you have, it has to start somewhere. So I think my main priority right now is just making sure these kids are trained properly and they're trained like kind of, you know, the Pat Buck way that's, you know, he's, he's the one who, who opened the school. And we're kind of like passing along a lot of the cool stuff that we've learned from like guys like Dr. Tom. Right. Uh, a lot of the stuff that came from him was passed like Pat. And now we pass along to these kids. And we think if we have the, if they have a great foundation, you know, they can do anything with it. Love that. Love that. Yeah. I, um, I coached a, a 13 year old baseball team this year. It's my first nice. time coaching. And uh, it kind of like, for one, definitely reinvigorated my passion for baseball. But also like being able to like, like really explain something to someone in detail, like, like makes me understand it better. Like how to get around a baseball when you field it or where to step and load with your hands. Um, and so I'm sure that transferred with you, like when you're teaching the foundations and the basics, has it, you think coaching there has made you a better performer or, or what has it done for you specifically? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of guys don't like having to, lead younger people but you know what i actually like it because it actually it makes me um 
it makes me have to perfect my own craft. Like I, I can't preach it if I'm not doing it myself. Mm. Um, and it's funny too, because like a lot of times, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know if you know, Bobby wayward, he's one of the other coaches or, or Anthony Bowens from yeah, AEW. Yeah. you know, he's, they're the other coaches. And it's funny. Sometimes we'll be teaching like a really simple maneuver. We're like, wait a minute, how do you do this again? Like it's stuff that you take for granted or you forget how to do because you're not doing it all the time or you're not thinking about it. But when you're breaking it down and teaching a brand new student, you have to know what you're doing. Um, so I like that. I like that idea of like, um, having to, you know, perfect it through teaching. Um, and, and also like reinforces your own skills. Yeah. I hundred percent. I felt the exact same way. Yeah, totally. I love I, this stuff I catch all the time. Like, wait a minute, I'm doing this wrong. And then I fix, I fix it. You know, I, you know how it is. You pick up bad habits all the way. I've been wrestling 10 years now. So there's sometimes I'm doing things. I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't right. Like I should probably do it the right way. Especially if I want, if I want to teach the young kids the right way. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you can only get better at if like at wrestling in a few ways, right? You have to train obviously properly, build a foundation, and then start having matches with people that are better than you. And then a third thing is I think continuing your training while you start having matches and then watching your matches back. Like I can't know if I throw a good big boot unless I see myself perform a big boot. Right. And then you yeah. start to like plug and play what you're good at and like figuring out you try new things. Oh, that didn't look good. That was bad. I'm not good at this. Right. Cause in wrestling, we have like a unique ability to only present the stuff that we're good at. If I can't take an arm drag, nobody should know that. Right. I just don't do them. I should probably know how to right. take an arm drag because that's a basic skill and it's a yeah. fundamental thing, but no fan is going to watch my 15 minute match with you and be like, Jackson, we didn't see you do an arm drag tonight. I don't think you can do one. They'd be like, Oh, that was a sick match. Right. So it's a cool, unique yeah. thing in wrestling that we can kind of select what we present so we can be always our best self. But sometimes you got to try some things out to see if you're actually good at them. But you want to pick and choose those shows to make sure when you get to a level that like there's eyes on you and the pressure's on that you have your your shit mapped out pretty well. Yeah, there's stuff I like. There's stuff I suck at, but you know what? You'll never know what it is <laughs> because I'm not going to do it in my matches. I can pick and choose the things that I, I can do well and I that I can do, you know, a hundred out of a hundred times. And that's something we preach too to the students. Sometimes, hey, look, you might not be great at punches, but Maybe that means you got to work on your forearms or work on, you know, other kind of strikes. Uh, but that's, that's for everything. You know, everyone has different strengths. So it, it's great to be well-rounded. Um, but if, you know, if you're weak at one thing, why not get strong at another? Yeah. I think it's really more about what you said. Exactly. It's like building the foundation is the first part, like strong foundation, strong basics, and then really figuring out what your strengths are and accentuating those and highlighting those every time you wrestle. So, yeah. I mean, we train together a bunch of the monster factories. So I, I know yeah. that, uh, I know that, you know, what you're talking about for sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, I had a great foundation there. Like, I actually, it's funny. People think that's where I started, but I actually started somewhere else before that. Um, I started at ACE, which is actually the school that Jay Lethal's from and AJ Lee, uh, that closed down shortly after I joined though. So I only had like a little taste of that. And then I started just jumping around school to school because yeah. you know how New Jersey is. It's like saturated with wrestling. Yeah, they got everything. Yeah. So many schools. I was jumping around. I was doing like training at CZW back in the day with like Sammy Callahan mm. before he got signed. Um, so I was just kind of getting a taste of all these different things until I found the, the Monster Factory and kind of like took everything I had learned the first two years and cleaned it up and just solidified that foundation. And, and like I will take that with me forever. Yeah. Anywhere I go, I'll take that. Whether it's, you know, the ROH TV or maybe one day WWE 
or even like out to Germany, I, I, and just teaching those things for my foundation. Yeah. How amazing was that WXW trip though? Dude, I think about that trip every single day. People don't realize like how impactful that is on, on like a young wrestler's career. Mm -hmm. Somebody who, especially somebody who's never been out of the country. It's, it's, it's a huge deal. It's yeah. It was one of my favorite things that I've ever done in my whole life. Not just wrestling related, just me being a human person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I met some of my best friends out there, right? It's like incredible people, really amazing organization. Yeah. I, uh, I urge anyone to just travel anywhere they can, you know, if you have the means, the funds, the time, get out there and go do it. Like, you know, you don't know if you can fly unless you jump. So. Absolutely. All it took was an email. Just why not give it a shot. Exactly. Anyone who's ever scared about pressing send, just do it. Just do it. it. Worked out for me, worked out for you, worked out for a few other folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I want to, um, I want to switch topics a little bit. Sure. Okay. Talk about, I want to, before we get into baseball, I want to ask you first, because I know you're, yeah. you're a Marvel fan, right? Yes. Have you watched Loki? I have. I have not watched today's episode though. So I'm like avoiding spoilers. I'm going to watch it tonight after training. Yeah. I haven't watched it either. Oh. Um, my roommate's a heat. My roommate gets up at like four or five in the morning every Wednesday to watch it. He's a huge <laughs> Marvel fan. Uh, he said it was like, a meh episode but he's like really big into it so i'll probably think it's like a fucking amazing episode uh but uh what do you think about it so far and how does it rank to the other uh shows that they've dropped so far this year you know i actually wasn't too excited for this show but like i'm hooked now i think it's great i think it's i mean all the disney plus series have been great but this one has been like really really cool because it's so you know far out there with the time travel stuff and all the potential things that could could happen with the Marvel Universe. So it's exciting. And it's funny because I was never like a low-key, a huge low-key fan, like whatever. I know people love him so much. Like he's a super charismatic character and all that. But um, I'm like hooked now. Definitely I'm on board. I'm super hooked too. Yeah, I was. I felt the same way. I was like, oh, they're going to do a series about a villain. I'm not really into that villain thing, you know. Uh, but then he's like... And- the anti-hero thing is like done to, they just, it's done too much now. Yeah. And like, but there's so much depth to his character. The actor who's playing Loki is like doing a phenomenal job. Like, you know, kind of figuring out like who he might be. Is he really this guy that he's been portraying this whole time? Or is he someone different? Is he someone more? Like, I love, I love the character arc of so many of these Marvel characters throughout all the movies, especially like the Avengers series. But man, they do such a good job. I Like, whoever's writing and producing this stuff, yeah. unbelievable and what's what's unbelievable too if you really think about it look at the amount of on-screen time and character development like somebody might have on a disney plus show so like loki he's gonna have what six episodes those six episodes plus all the movies that he's already got more more screen time than tony stark yeah wow like, if you really think about it like he's gonna have more of a character development you know with a show like this like just jumping in and just studying the character for like six episodes straight yeah about how, how many years that took just for one character like Tony Stark to do because of the movies. Right. So th- I think that's the benefit of having the, the, the mini series like this. If you could, uh, if you could do a mini series on anyone in the Marvel universe, who would you pick? <sighs> oh man. Um, I'm going to think about it too. Hmm. <sighs> I actually think 
a Wolverine would be cool because mm. you know we've already had some some movies, but I think like an actual like a you know ten episode miniseries would just be phenomenal because he's such a deep character. He's got such a backstory and like so many characters um, in his history. I think like a, a drama would be really cool with that for Wolverine instead of like you know having to shove him into an X Men movie, right? Because he does he does have a lot of layers to him, and you can put him in like different kind of. Uh places in history too which would be sweet you could just kind of pick which yeah. one you wanted to do and he's That's got a lot I would yeah yeah i would introduce I like him in a i would introduce him in a, in a mini series like that and then the end of the series is him like meeting the x-men yeah which could, which could be established in their own movies at the same time like instead of like having to do both at the same time in one movie because he's got he's so like deep and layered you know just let him do his own thing for for a whole mini series I think yeah. you should. Uh, I think you should click send on this email to the Marvel Universe yes. people. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know uh, people are all like kind of tired of Wolverine, but I mean, mm -mm. Wolverine's money. Wolverine is money. He's badass. I like him. I'd watch any. I mean, especially if Hugh Jackman is coming out there with his veins popping out, just like ready to go. Yeah. You know. It's gonna be tough to see somebody else play him, though, man. I don't know who's gonna who's gonna fill those shoes. I know. It's like it's like um it's like the new guy playing Batman, um yeah. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, but I mean, I'm fired up about it. I liked it. I mean, I think he's a great actor. I've seen him in a lot of movies, and I think he can do a good job. I'm pumped for that too. Yeah, um, sucks with can't wait till March, man. March of next year. Yes. Oh, I guess March <laughs> of this year already passed. So. That, that, that trailer came out like 14 months ago. It's it's crazy. Time flies. Did it? It wasn't that long ago. I think it was like a year ago. Was it? But everything is COVID. Everything got pushed. So, oh, wow, yeah. I thought for me, it felt like last week I saw it. <laughs> it's just like everything's so jumbled. Yep. But cool. All right, and then like Black Widow comes out soon. There's a lot going on, and there's a lot. Going oh yeah, on, so that's sweet. I'm going. I'm going tomorrow night. Are you? Yep. So when this episode drops, there'll be like at least two more episodes of Loki out. Black Widow will be out. It'll be so people have have already seen it by then. So. They'll be ready yeah, to I'm, I'm a, dude, I'm a big Marvel mark or a superhero mark. So yeah, I, I got like the first showing Thursday night, like the first, you know. That's awesome. Um, My roommate's the exact same way. So like, I feel like I get all this knowledge from him. And then like yeah. in the middle of the episodes, he's already watching. I don't understand something. I'm like texting him. He's in his room. Like, dude, what's happening? What does this mean? He's like, I got you. <laughs> it's, it's great. All right, now we'll do another another quick subject change into a, another mutual interest of ours, which is obviously baseball. Yeah. So I, I looked at some power rankings yesterday and I saw the Mets in the top 10. They were number 10, 10 best team in baseball right now. What do you think about that? I think it's accurate because, I mean, even though they're in first place, they have a lot of holes in their, you know, in their team right now. They're not hitting very well. Um, they've got some starting pitching issues at the back of the rotation is a little, little weak, but um, they're, they're finding ways. Their bench has been awesome in carrying them. They have like, at one point, I think they had like 16 guys in the IL, which is just absurd. Yeah. But um, the bench mob or the replaced Mets, as we like to call them, over here, <laughs> uh, they, they carried the team. So they and they won this morning. So they're like five games up right now in, in the East. Uh, they're just finding ways to win. And of course they've got DeGrom. So, how can you not be in like the top 10 with, with the best uh, pitcher in baseball? I mean, he's, he might be the best player. I mean, besides maybe Shote, Shote Otani, but 
Yeah, he's unreal too. Out of control. My my favorite pitcher in baseball is Marcus Stroman, but and he's on the Mets. Oh, dude, I love Stroman. You like Marcus? I love I love everything about him. Like on the field, off the field, he's just. I want to be friends with him. Like, oh my god, so bad. Kind of yeah. Dude, I want to just like hang out with this dude and just talk to him. Like his energy he brings to the field. Like I love that. I'm like, it's that's what baseball is about. Like bringing that kind of heart and soul every time you every pitch you throw, every time you step on the mound. Like yeah. that's what baseball is, is like. It's built on emotion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I love seeing guys just let it fly uh, on both sides of the baseball, you know, pitching and hitting as well. So I, yeah, I'm super pumped about watching him pitch, but yeah, I love his vibe and he's not, you know, he's not like an asshole about it. He's, he's super confident and he, he wears his heart in his sleeve, but he's not, he's not, he doesn't go overboard to the point where people hate him. Right. Um, he's like someone like if I strike you out in a big situation, I'm going to celebrate. If you hit a home run off me in a big situation, tap hats off to you, man. You, you won that battle. That's what the game's about, right? It's, it's, you know, pitcher versus hitter in that very intense moment. And uh, sometimes the hitter wins, sometimes the pitcher wins. Uh, and that's the beauty yeah. of the game. Right. So I love that. Yeah. And I, another thing I really love about him is like, uh, it, you see a lot of athletes doing it now. They're just like really launching their own brands and like mm -hmm. being entrepreneurs. So he's got his own, his own clothing brand. He's got his own shoe wear now too. Like he's got his own cleats. Like dude, I, I, I love seeing that, um, that kind of like entrepreneurship. Like that's something I would love to do one day. Just have my own, own brand of clothing or who knows, maybe a wrestling shoe. Like that just, that's awesome. So I, I love just, I love seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. It is really cool. And like college athletes now can do it, right. They can make money off their I name, image, image and likeness. So like branding yeah, and, and monetization of a YouTube channel or starting your own clothing brand or selling your Jersey in a bookstore. Uh, all these things are possible now, which is, which is amazing. I saw that he's like signing ambassadors now, like college players. Mm -hmm. to I would love to see like, you know, top tier wrestlers do that with like indie guys. Like how cool would that be? If you saw like a guy like, you know, I mean, you get, you get guys like in WWE that would just vouch for a bunch of indie wrestlers that they support. I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to get to that point, but um, it would be cool to see that. It would be cool, but like, yeah. Onto the entrepreneur thing first, before I make my other point, like uh, I started, I started a few, few businesses, like I currently run them. So if you, uh, if you want to talk shop about that or want to know the, the ins and outs, I don't have all the answers, but I have a few answers, right? So uh, anyways, not to plug myself or put myself over oh, there, but <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess this is my podcast. So people who do listen to this probably already know that. But for people who are watching this show specifically for you, LSG, because you're a superstar, that uh, starting your own brand or building like a business around your social media or your name and your image, your likeness uh, is hard, but the only way to do it is to just start, right? It's, I mean, just like anything else, right? There's never going to be that perfect time to start. You just kind of have to do it depending on where you're at in life and what kind of schedule you have going on or what your priorities are. Right. But if you have a, an idea in mind, right? Like get that out on paper, like the Ace yeah. of Space clothing brand, man, like let's go market it. I'm ready to go. I already got the logos ready. <laughs> yeah, you already have them. Yeah, yeah, I got it. And, yeah, and shout out, well, while we're on the subject, shout out to uh, Matt Cross with his uh, Wrestling is Forever. His stuff is oh, yeah. awesome. His whole line is fantastic. And fantastic. I'll check that out. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's one of the best so. wrestling brands for sure. Um, oh, yeah. And then my internet connection is fine. Thank you so much. The last time <laughs> I did a Zoom, 
uh, podcast was like three days ago and we got, I got kicked off it like four times. So today we're crushing it. So I feel like this is the best thing that's ever happened. So yes, fantastic. Um, but back to the point about like, uh, WWE guys, like sponsoring other wrestlers, like you, th- I mean, I think personally that the guys that work for WWE would be open to that idea because they want to help, but like WWE itself would not be open to it because they're trying to, um, heavily manage the wrestlers that work for them. I think never work for them. Don't know yeah. the ins and outs. Can't really speak on it full, full stop, but that's just my thought process. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's the same situation. I'm sure a lot of them were, would be willing to do that. I know guys like uh, uh, Seth Rollins is doing it with his own brand because he has his own school. So he's an exception, but um, it's probably difficult for a lot of the guys to do that right now. I, I, just the way that the business is, is right now. Um, but on the ground level here at the in the indies, uh, I do see a lot of collaboration. I do see a lot of people like lifting each other up and and supporting each other. It's it's a really cool thing to see. I don't. It was definitely not like this when I first started wrestling. Um, and now you just see like everyone wrapping each other's brands, putting each other over. Uh, it's it's cool. I th- I feel like, you know, the last few years we've kind of cleaned up you know the business and and people are really working together to just enhance the independent scene. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100%. Like I, I've seen some amazing collaborations, amazing joint shows, like specifically here in Texas, like we're running like a Texas indie showcase with like nine companies on in one show. Like I'm not even on the show and I think it's fucking fantastic. Like they're just coming together and putting and showcasing all these different talents, like hidden gems, right? You have all these other companies working together um because everyone on the independent scene that's what we have we have the at- autonomy to do whatever we want to promote whatever we want to be whatever we want to sell whatever we want and if people can work together and kind of promote each other and lift each other up just like you said right it becomes a much more not only profitable business right the point of a business is to make money but a much more enjoyable safe like inclusive environment that everyone feels like they have a part to succeed in mm-hmm. so that's cool but that leads me to uh, my next question, which I was going to ask without even us bringing that up. So maybe you already answered it, but we'll go, we'll go for it anyways. Um, after COVID, after everything that's happened kind of in the last year, year and a half, two years, um, what's, your, what's your feelings on kind of the state of, of wrestling in general or maybe just independent wrestling? Uh, it's funny because like um, I have mixed feelings about it. There are days where I'm like, damn, it's like the wild, wild west out there. It's just mm-hmm. like anything goes, I mean, especially in New Jersey. It's just like, it's madness out here. Um, but at the same time, um, especially with like streaming services and just the ability to use social media to like get yourself over, people like you'd never know about are getting over big time on social media. Um, we're getting to see talent from all over the country get opportunities uh you know like iwtv fight tv they're doing great jobs showcasing people that you'd never see before um and i'm like super grateful um i love the fact that like we can all you know you don't need to see wrestling on cable tv anymore you can go online or go on a streaming service and see all these people that you would have never seen before um just like think about uh, one second yeah just think about like all the people that are getting over and up just because of social media. I love to see it. Yeah. Uh, it makes me want to work harder too. Cause I'm like, Whoa, 
I'm like, look how much effort these people are putting in to get themselves over. I'm here in New Jersey and I'm like taking it for granted, just thinking that I'm going to get over just by like, just getting on a show and that's it. There's, there's so much more to it. Yeah. So on top uh, of a, that, it's not just showing up. And, but yeah, it's, there's just so much more to it nowadays. You can't, you don't just show up and do your match and that's it. Expect the world. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta reach out to fans. You gotta create content. Um, create a podcast, create a brand. Uh, it, it's cool to see all these people doing it. Yeah, I love it. So on top of that question, what advice would you give to say a wrestler in their first or second year? Uh, just trying to get after it. Definitely, like I said before, build that foundation, get the right training, but also know when it's time to branch out. Mm. Um, that's a huge part of it. Staying in your little bubble forever is just, you're never going to grow. You need to hear different opinions. You need to see people make mistakes. You need to be around successful people. You need to be around people that are better than you. Um, and it, you just need to see more parts of the world. Like you, you just got to get out there and just meet new people with different opinions. Um, Cause you never know who you're going to meet out there that might influence you. You know, when you just surround yourself, like when I first started, I was surrounding myself with people that would just say great things about me. I'm like, I, I knew that was, this wasn't right. I was like, no, I need to hear other opinions. I need to, you don't grow without, without those, uh, without critiques and criticism. Mm -hmm. um, when people just, when you're surrounded by yes men, you just, there's never advancement in your career. So for the new guys out there, get that base, get that foundation and just start branching out, look for opportunities. I'm sending like eight students to Dr. Tom camp next weekend. Um, I, I'm constantly sending them out to like seminars. There's one for hot sauce, Tracy Williams coming out. Like just, I'm always trying to get them out there. Like, because I'm sure there's coaches out there that don't want their kids to get out there. They want, they want to control them. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm definitely not like that. You know, I want to set them up for success and just put them in, in positions to, to, to learn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. experience is everything I think right? Good and bad experiences are going to be part of that journey. Not every time you send a kid out to a seminar is it going to be a good experience. And that's also an important process, part of the learning process as well. But some of those experiences are going to be fucking amazing and life-changing. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that goes for just all parts of life, like having interesting conversations, meeting interesting people, experiencing new things that you're unfamiliar with, getting out of your comfort zone, like getting critiqued, being told that you're wrong and taking that criticism uh, well, like, okay, that doesn't mean I'm worthless. That doesn't mean I suck. That just means I can do better at certain things because of this person's perspective. And then you jumble yeah. all those things up together and you, and you start to learn and grow from that. And you build, you build yourself, you know, a good wrestler or what's even more important, uh, an upstanding person who has values and character um, and the wrestling itself will just kind of come naturally. I think, um, at least, but yeah. <clears throat> okay. Listen. <laughs> what <did> I <laughs> no, that's it. That's all. That's all I have for you. Um, oh, cool. that's it. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, um, where can, uh, where can people find LSG? Um, where should they follow you? Where's your merch at? What's the, what's the good word? Okay. So, um, all my handles are the same across the board from Twitter to Facebook, to YouTube. It's all Leon ST Giovanni, look up LSG or the ACE of space and you will find me. I've got a pressing tee shop, uh, what a maneuver, which is cool. Cause it's got like, you know, different colors and different kinds of shirts to check that out. 
uh, probably with us traveling more, I'm going to be starting up my vlog again. You know, mm. I was doing a cool little vlog that I was doing with uh, Shaheem back when I was in Coast to Coast. So I'll probably get that started up again on my YouTube channel. Um, we've got some cool things coming up in, in the, uh, July. We've got Best in the World on pay-per-view. That's right. Uh, that's all our pay-per-view, uh, July 11th. Probably passed, but you can always catch replay on Fight TV. Uh, I'll be on TV soon, too. We've got TV taping coming up. Um, Russell Pro will be back um, very, very soon on YouTube. Check that out. And we've got an awesome, uh, our fifth tour, crazy, fifth tour of Alaska. In oh, August. yeah. So Dude, check oh, that okay. out. Yeah, yeah. That's, Before we go, yeah, I want to ask you about Alaska. Awesome. How amazing yeah. is that place? Dude, unreal. It's It's untapped territory. That's why it's so cool to go there because there's no wrestling there. Are the shows fucking sick or what? They're fantastic. The fans are the fans are great too because they don't get any wrestling. They they would get like, you know, maybe a WWE house show every five years. <laughs> so they're just hungry. These are passionate fans too. Like we take it for granted. They're not just WWE fans. These you show up and everyone's got AEW stuff or independent merch. Like you would, <laughs> there are fans everywhere, man. Love so, that. It's cool. And in August, we have a really cool uh, crew going. Um, Luke Cox and PJ Hawks are going. Yeah. The, B the BWO, Jay Lethal's going. Um, I think, yeah, pretty sure Ryder and um, yeah, Cardona and uh, Brian Myers are going. So um, should be just phenomenal all, all around. Love that. Fucking Alaska, dude. Incredible. Untapped wrestling market. Let's go. Hey, fifth time. Crazy. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, whoever decided to do that and book that and plan that, kudos to that person. They're crushing it. So, um, yeah. Okay. So what else? I just, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I had to talk about that. Oh, good. Damn, man. I got, yeah, ROH. We got some cool Monster Factory stuff coming up. So keep an eye on that. They're posting content every week now on the Factory YouTube channel. WrestlePro's buzzing. Um, yeah. And who knows? Who knows, man? I think the borders are going to open up soon. So, Fingers crossed for some some more international traveling, maybe Mexico soon. Yes, absolutely. I believe in it for you, for all of us. Um, but dude, thank you. Thanks for joining me. I miss you. Hopefully I get to see you in person soon. Uh, but thanks for doing I'm working on going to Texas soon too. Huh? Working on going to Texas. I'm working going on, I'm going back to Texas soon. Yeah, we'll get you here. I'll, I'll book you here for, for my house party. Dude, Texas <laughs> seems so like hot right now. It's wild. It's wild it's like, wow. yeah it's like i see just so many indies like just, just buzzing right now in texas so it's I got, so cool I, I, want, I want a piece of that i've only been there for roh so i want to go and just experience some of the indie wrestling there we got you let's get it sweet but Sounds uh good. yeah thanks for joining me if you like this episode uh just like share it with a friend tell them that you thought lsg was mad cool and tell them to listen or watch youtube spotify apple whatever Give us a review, write a comment, tell us if you liked it or not. But thank you for watching. Super grateful. Love everyone. LSG, appreciate you. Be well. And uh, yeah, bye. Love you, bro. Thank you.